Welcome back to another episode of Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy Into the Night, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Chris Derkash from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Doug Greenberg from Rocky Minute. Hey, Doug. How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just act like we're uh, having a conversation. Yeah. Aren't that good. We can I, talk about anything you want. I'm re- I, you know what I want to talk about? Some aerospace engineering. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even positive what they did for a living. I had to look it up. On, uh... Uh-huh. So this minute starts with a um, uh, meeting. <laughs> an aerospace meeting, I guess it is, <laughs> and ends with uh, an aerospace meeting. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're in for an exciting minute this week. So the the thing about this, like when I watched this minute by itself, it confused me. Right. Right. What I had to do for it to make sense was go back and watch minute ten, which right. was already covered last week. So now or at least at least the last line of minute ten, so you know what he said. Yeah. What he says, uh, what does he say? I need a signal to noise ratio. All we got was ratio, and had no, I had no idea what he was talking about either. Right, right. <laughs> but now, I mean, now it's crystal clear. Right. <laughs> crystal. Yeah, because I mean, I know exactly what they're talking. About. <laughs> so what we learned from minute ten that was covered last week is they have a synchronization problem. Yes. Right. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious they can't synchronize. Right. The the boss, he wants full tolerance checks on all buggers, sensors, and all corresponding transducers. Yeah. But the scanners aren't the problem because as the one guy who uh, happens to be David Cronenberg, director, one of the many cameos in this movie, uh, says the scanners seem to check out. But that's not only on the upload. The problem here, Chris, is the downlink, naturally. Right. So that's when he asks Ed if he has the signal-to-noise ratio. So minute eleven, when when he when minute eleven pops on, he says ratio on the downlink. You thank God had went back and, and actually took some notes because I I couldn't have explained what he was talking about on that at all. Right, and I you know was able to clear it up for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everybody's crystal clear now. They know exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> and I I feel like Jeff Goldblum doesn't seem like Ed Oaken in this movie. His name mm-hmm. is doesn't seem like he knows what they're talking about because he's like half asleep and starts flipping through pages. He's like, right, right, I got it right here. He's mumbling. It's just a signal, a signal noise. You know, he doesn't seem well. If you watch it from the beginning, not minute by minute, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he's not sleeping. Right, he's got insomnia. So he, he was falling asleep in minute in minute ten. So he is barely awake in this, and he really doesn't. He's not with it. He's not with it at all. No, in fact, he gives the wrong information. Right, he says uh, 5.3 signal to, signal to noise dB, mm-hmm. which, you know, I guess dB is decibel? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the only uh, thing I could come up with. But one of the other guys in the room is, like, appalled. He's like, that oh, D- yeah. 5.3 dB, what modulation scheme? Right, and then he says BPSK. Well, I looked up BPSK, if you want to know. Yes, yes, as did I. So I'm going to clear this up. Like you cleared up the last. Uh, BPSK is a binary phase sh- shifting shift keying, which is a two-phase modulation scheme where the zeros and ones in a binary message are represented by two different phase states in a carrier signal zero equals zero. For binary one and zero equals 180. I think it's a percent sign for binary zero. Mm-hmm. So that's just in case you wanted to know that. That's uh, I, I That mean, should clear that all up for you. Yeah, it's crystal. Crystal clear. It, if you want to know, there's also a... a like a blueprint for whatever it mm-hmm. is on on the internet. If you want to look it up, maybe I'll uh, you know I'll post a picture somewhere. Yeah, 
in the uh, in the uh, what the listeners limo? The listener? No, it's not the, the listeners limo. It's the, the King Lives. King Lives. Listeners we'll talk group. about that. You know, don't worry. We'll give you all the plugs at the end. There. <laughs> uh, well, another thing I found about um, BPSK is in phase shift keying, uh, the carrier is changed according to the modulation waveform, which is usually. But not always. Usually a digital signal. BPSK is a form of square wave modulation of a continuous wave signal. So Right. Well, you don't want to have a you know a non-continuous wave signal. No, it has ever. to be continuous. That's, yeah, it's gotta be continuous, or else you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna get a five point three at that point. They they really couldn't have picked two dumber people <laughs> to, do, to do these minutes. We can't even fake like we know what they're saying. <laughs> but let's keep it going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it is the King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook. That's what ah, it is. All right. Yeah, so you were right. You were, you were kind of right. Um, so, yeah, let's keep going because I'm sure we've bored everybody with our fake um, not knowing oh, what we're talking about. Why? Are you done? Are you done? Because I got plenty more. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Oh, you keep going. <laughs> uh, well, his buddy Herb uh, sees that um, Ed screwed up, so he's trying to mouth to him. Oh yeah, he's like, "Isn't that correct?" And and it, Herb is Dan Aykroyd, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. he mouths, "No." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the correct answer is not BPSK. It's of course. Yes. Why? Well, I mean, what else would it be? QPSK. Uh, naturally. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What a rookie why, mistake. I don't know why he would think it was BPSK anyway. No, because they they you know shifted away from that two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I mean, who didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> so what is QPSK? I was just going to ask you the same thing. Did I? Since you looked up the first one, you must have looked up the second one. You want to tell what QPSK is? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it is a type of phase shift keying, much like BPSK, but unlike BPSK, which is a DSB-CS modulation scheme with the digital information for the message. QPSK is also a deep. DSBCS modulation scheme, but it sends two bits of digital information at a time without the use of another carrier frequency. Right. It also looks like it said it allows the signal to carry twice as much information as an ordinary PSK, which is probably why they're using it. They want to get more information out. Well, you know, that part actually does make a little bit of sense because <laughs> binary indicates two. Do, yeah, dual. And quadrat, quadrature phase shift keying, which is QPSK, quad indicates four. So that. I- I read the quad part, but I've never heard the word quadrature in my life. Yeah, me either. First time. (laughs) Just so you know. First time you, first time me. (laughs) But I think we're qualified now to get into the aerospace business. Well, um, I I found the difference between BPSK and QPSK, if you're you're interested in Uh, that. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why? I can think of many reasons why not. But. Well, I can, I can think of many reasons, too, since there's not much else in this minute besides explaining this stuff that no one knows what we're talking about. So Maybe there's somebody out there in the ethos that are like, oh, I've always wanted to know that information. Oh, God, I hope there's someone. And they're going to come on and say, you know, on the listener's limo here and be like, you two idiots, you don't know what this is. <laughs> or you two geniuses, thank you for clearing that up for me. <laughs> Oh my God! You just found something out we never knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, the difference here is both are phase shift keying modulations, which we um, previously covered, meaning that they encode the data in the phase of a reference signal. Okay. Binary shift keying, binary phase shift keying (BPSK) is the most simple method to encode data in the phase. It uses two phases: plus 180 degrees and minus 180 degrees. 
Okay. The constellation, oh, it's shown below. So they have like a uh, a diagram. It's just uh, like what's that called? Um, where the uh, the two axes, like the up and down, and then the side to side connect in the middle. I'm letting you, I'm letting you drown here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what it's called, but it has it has like a dot on each um, on each side of like the y axis axis. Oh yeah, I see I see what you're talking about now. <clears throat> yeah. All right, and uh, that's the that's the plus one eighty and minus one eighty. Gotcha. All right, the quadrature phase shift keying encodes the data in four different phases. So it's plus forty five, mi- uh, plus one thirty five, minus forty five, and minus one thirty five degrees. Now that one looks like um, like the same x and y axis, but instead of having the uh, the dots on the each side of the y axis on the one hundred eighty degree line, it's right. it's like in the in the corners, like at the forty five degree at the forty five degree angle. I'm looking at the exact same picture you're looking at. Right. Yeah. So a few of the differences between them is BPSK is able to transmit one bit per symbol, while QPSK transmits two bits per symbol. So QPSK can be used to double the data rate and still use the same bandwidth, or to halve the bandwidth. I guess cut in half the bandwidth for the same data rate. Obviously. For the same energy per symbol, it is more likely that a QPSK symbol is wrongly decoded in comparison to a BPSK signal. Hmm. So it's risk. Sounds like it's risky to go to the QPSK. But it's double the uh, information, so it's better for business, I guess. Hmm. Okay. 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 So, uh, uh, go ahead. No, no. I, I have just. If you have more on this, I'm, I'm ready to listen. <laughs> Just two two more bits of information here. Uh, the, in BPSK modulation, the signal space is represented by a single basis function, where in QPSK, the signal space is represented by two basis function. So, um, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> you you just uh, made me so glad that I asked you to come on here with me. Is that right? Because, because I had none of that. <laughs> now, not that the listeners are going to be too glad. I mean, if you're still here... Don't worry, we're not staying here too much longer, okay? Yeah, that's that's all I had. I mean, <laughs> <That's> all- <laughs> uh, so I guess we could move. We can cover what's re- what's left in the minute, which isn't really much. Well, right. Well, that's when uh, Jeff Goldblum here, his Ed, his character is says QPSK is a question and mm-hmm. stares, and then we cut to a lunchroom. Well, if they if they went to QPSK two weeks ago, and Ed has been in such a haze for the last two weeks. You know, th- this isn't like an uh, you know a one night thing where he couldn't sleep last night, so he's kind of messed up. This this has been going on for a while now. I guess we can gather, yeah. right? Well, from the beginning, it did seem like like he was at the at the breakfast table falling asleep, and she's like, "You get you want to eat?" And he said, "Yeah." She uh, said, "Stan, Stan came to pick her up, and she had to leave. She took his plate away. He didn't even seem to notice. You mm-hmm. know, he gave it a little shrug, and that was it. Like he didn't care. Yeah. It seems like it's been going on for a while." It starts, the whole movie started with them two laying in bed, and he's just awake. Right. So, right. So, yeah. yeah, we cut to the lunchroom here with uh, Dan Aykroyd, and um, who else, who was, uh, do you have any of the other guys' names on this? I, I have. At this table? <clears throat> Hold on. Which? I have a hundred windows open, too, so I don't know <laughs> which one it's in, but uh, I did have the IMDb. I brought the IMDb. I couldn't figure out which one was which, because they're not, you know, the pictures are always today, and not. There was one guy, the bald guy what the hell is it i know the gray-haired guy saying odd things like they feel it feels like they just told them to have conversations separate from each other right but a couple of the things that 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 gray-haired guy say, says is a little crazy like he starts out with like it was incredible i can't tell you how it felt the whole place was excited but as it, as it, as the minute goes on um he says 
something about plotting murder. <laughs> he says, if you miss it, you can see it on cable. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, so what was he talking about? Something that was on TV? I have no idea. And the other guy's talking about something else. I, c- I couldn't understand what he says. Something about he couldn't talk his wife out of doing it or something like that. So it feels like they just said, just talk. Mm. Until, until uh, Ed here gets, you know, makes his way over to the table. Uh, okay, so the aerospace engineers at the lunch table are Robert Moberly, John Hostetter, who's the bald guy. Okay. Uh, David Balduzzi, and Richard Franklin, who's the, uh, the one guy sitting next to the bald guy to keep sipping from his coffee cup. Okay. Now, that's another director cameo in the movie. Um, it, but Richard Franklin, I, I looked up his IMDb. Now, I, I think it's pretty widely known, if you're a fan of this movie, that there was a, a ton of director cameos in this. And I guess the, uh, uh, the, the idea, well, not the idea, but I guess what people think about that is John Landis' last movie was the Twilight Zone movie where there was that accident where the... Um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. But the guy and the two Filipino kids got killed. Oh, right, with the, the helicopter? In the helicopter scene. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Landis was actually um, charged with, like, manslaughter or something like that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Or I don't know if he was charged, but he was he was sued. He was taken to court, uh, f- f- you know... Uh, uh, you know, I, I have no information on this, <laughs> just right, from, right. from what I've heard. Well, all I, I heard about the helicopter accident, but I didn't know that there was, you know, there was charges brought up. Yeah, and and the idea is because this is his the next movie following that the Twilight Zone movie. So the idea is that that uh, the thought is that maybe John Landis's buddy, director buddies, all came to do cameos in this as like a show of support oh, and solidarity. Wow. wow, I didn't know that. So yeah. Um, I don't know how true it is, or if it's just speculation, or if it's just, you know, one hand washing the other in Hollywood. I say we just go with it, because it sounds kind of nice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's standing together. <laughs> but this Richard Franklin, uh, I don't really know much of the stuff that he's done. Dick Down Under. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> World of Sexual Fantasy. Jesus. <laughs> Patrick Road Game Psycho 2. That's one. Cloak and Dagger. Link. Uh, Weird. Beauty and the Beast, a TV episode. I didn't oh, know that show, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast? Yeah, TV series. Yeah, there was back. FX2, Running Delilah, Hotel Sorrento, Brilliant Lies. I, I don't know any of these. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Director friend, Richard Franklin, cameo appearance. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> I mean, at least it gave us something else to talk about in this minute besides aerospace, so. Yeah, I mean, I can't say the fans are that happy about it because they still babble through that uh, John Landis thing. <laughs> well, um, just just for something interesting, instead of this instead of this uh, aerospace minute, you know, Jeff Goldblum does almost weekly uh, jazz show. Really? By himself? Yes. I, I just saw it the, earlier. I'm trying to find where where it is actually. Like on the internet? Search. No, at like a club. <laughs> really? Yeah. They said he does the Jurassic Park theme and put lyrics to it oh my god <laughs> that's how yeah jeff goldblum is new he's got a new album on november 9th 2018 so i mean i'm trying to look for here it goes right here jeff goldblum the jazz artist and then he said uh life finds a way is what npr put up there no but 
When he's not busy on a movie set, Jeff Goldblum owns Wednesday nights in Los Angeles. The actor, known for his roles in Hollywood blockbusters and a single singular comic pers- persona, plays piano in a jazz band with a standing weekly gig, which he calls the M- Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Mm. It's pretty funny. You don't say. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's that's something to talk about on this minute. <laughs> yeah. Let's dig deeper into that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was trying to look for the lyrics he has for the Jurassic Park. Uh... Oh. <laughs> He's got it has Jurassic. To, it has to be on YouTube. It has to be. I, I mean, I just found it two seconds before we recorded, so it's hard to uh, know too much, but. And, and plus, I, apparently, I don't know how to spell Jurassic Park, so I can't even look it up. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, there's no lyrics, though. I can't play it. It's not going to work right if I play it over the uh, the podcast, so. Oh, hold on. What's it? You, the Mildred Snitzer? Is that what you said? Yeah, Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. There are YouTube videos of it. Oh, there's plenty of them. Okay, here you go. If you wish to sing along, the lyrics are as follows. I'm in Jurassic Park. Scary in the dark. I'm so scared that I'll be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to watch this uh, YouTube video as soon as I get done this podcast. Yep. So. <laughs> that's that's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little tidbit that you guys can uh, go check out yourselves. And uh, I mean, I don't have too much more for this minute. Do you have anything else for this minute, Doug? Uh, no, no, I... Not that anybody is still here. They probably skipped a minute at 11, so mm-hmm. if you already skipped, um, we'll see you over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shot my load with the aerospace stuff, so... <laughs> All right, well, um, I'm Chris from the Jane Silent Bob Minute on DolingGenre.com, where Doug also is. We were supposed to, I was supposed to do this with my co-host, Jeff. Hey, he's going to probably jump in for uh, 13 and 14. And, I mean, uh, 12 and 13, and me and Doug here are going to do 11 inch. 10 and 11. What are we doing? <laughs> We're no. doing 11 and 12. Me and Doug here are doing 11 and 12. Jeff's going to probably do 13 and 14, and then Jeff and I are going to try to do 15 together. So listen ahead and see what kind of a mess we can make. You know, couldn't be worse than this. <laughs> you want to tell people where you're from there, Doug? I'm from uh, the podcast Rocky Minute, and you will hear me and my co-host uh, later on in the movie. Um, I don't know what minutes we have off the top of my head, but stand by and uh, hopefully... There's no aerospace stuff in it. Oh, God, I hope there is. <laughs> you guys are 36 through 40, so ah, if they want to pick it up. There we go. Okay. All right, so um, you can find this podcast, Into the Night Podcast, on iTunes and Google Play or at the main site, nightminute.com. You can also find uh, social media, which is available at The King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook and on Twitter at Night Minute. You can join us here next time on Into the Night Minute. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category?